0: is David. Your small nonprofit is thinking about making their first video. Most likely it's a uh, brand video or some kind of introduction video that tells your story. That uh, could be sort of a centerpiece for your website, something you might launch on social media. And one of the first things that you do which happens to be something I've done a hundred times is uh, look up examples of other nonprofit videos. you look them up on YouTube. You'll look them up on your peers or competitors, social media, and you'll see what other people are doing, what kind of stories, what kind of uh, imagery, what kind of music, how long, how short, and uh you shouldn't do that. I've stopped doing that. I don't recommend you do it, maybe within reason, but uh I'll give you all the reasons why you shouldn't do that. And at the end, maybe you can still look up examples, but from a from a more strategic perspective. So here are the reasons why it is not useful and not helpful to look at examples of other nonprofits videos. First of all, you don't know the goal of that video, unless you know someone at that organization and they'd let you in on all their planning. You can't know the goal. Maybe it was part of their strategic plan for the year to raise awareness specifically for fundraising. Or maybe it was specifically for partner outreach. Or maybe it was specifically for getting their first ever clients and members. We just don't know. You see, different goals inform different approaches to the video. So you might think, oh, this was a nice video. This was a cool video. It was emotional. But the goal they were trying to address with that image they used or that call to action that they used was probably to address a goal that doesn't match yours. The second thing that you don't know is their audience strategy for that year. In general, you just can't assume what other people's target audience is. And more specifically with video, you can assume even less. There are different audience segments that, uh, an intro or a brand video can address. And if you're speaking to a younger audience, older audience, uh, non-English speaking audience, audience with less money, more money, audience with higher needs, less needs audience from a smaller town, bigger city, the tone, the language. Rhythm and the speed and the pace of the edits that all changes, all according to who they're trying to talk to. And since you don't know who they're trying to talk to, you'd better not use that as an example to inform your own video. The third reason that you should not look up other nonprofits' videos is you don't know the associated costs. So Right there, you're going to budget incorrectly. You might see someone else's three, four minute brand video and go, okay, that's what we're looking for. So you go to a video agency website, or you go to a videographer website or a freelancers website, you do your due diligence and you look for three or four quotes, you ask them for a three minute brand video you're going to get a range between maybe $3,000 to $15,000. And that's what you now budget for. That's what you think is, it's going to cost. But what you don't know is that that was just the video part of the budget. That was just the, the cost to make the video, but not the cost to market and promote and do all that back-end work. Often a video budget is only 15 or 20% of the entire budget to make sure that audiences saw it. Examples of that are ad placements, promoted posts on social media, cutting it up into little bits, um, doing press servicing, doing an audio version for radio. So right there, your budget has been misinformed so we take all three of those reasons. You don't know their goals. You don't know their audience. You don't know their costs, but you base your wishes and your project on what you saw. You are set up for surprises and hard, hard lessons that will result in running out of money, delays, losing interest, uh, and then, A videographer or a video agency who are kind of losing their patience and deprioritizing your project. The things to consider for your first video are balancing the time and the cost and the return. But how do you know how much time it's going to take? How do you know how much it's going to cost? And how do you know the return that you're trying to get? I'm not going to be able to explain all of those things in this one episode, but I can tell you that the internet has made it the perfect time to address all three of those things, to reduce or at least control the time it takes to make a video, to reduce at least the technical costs of making a video, like fancy camera gear, and to think about different returns and results for this, uh, supposed cheaper video that I'm, that I'm proposing for a small pro- nonprofit Homemade video is the way to go right now. It's very good timing with the, uh, the, the internet's resounding interest and demand for authenticity and, uh, expectation for seeing all things smartphone and webcam. It works. And so that should liberate you. That should take the burden off your shoulders of having to go fancy and do all that research and looking up examples. The only thing you need to do for your first intro video is this. Study what your website visitors need from you when they arrive to your website. Study what they need. Are you in uh, senior services? Perhaps the visitors tend to be the children of these seniors, adults who are looking for care for their seniors. Talk to your clients or talk to similar agencies. Ask them what happened when they visited the website, what came next. Was it an inquiry? Was it a question that is frequently asked? Are there groups and forums and social media where your ideal client hangs out and asks particular questions or has particular barriers. Study, study, study. All that money and time you might have spent on a brand video, spend it instead on the time it takes to study, survey, interview, ask people what they need when they get to your website. That is going to inform what to say and what kind of video you want to make on your website. So I'll give a couple examples before we end this episode. If you have a immigration um, settlement uh, type of agency and uh, your website visitors tend to be non-English speakers, you know right away that your video has to be clear, slow, and well-spoken. You know right away, based on your history of uh, services, what they're looking for, Upon arrival to the country or to your city, talk about that in the video. We don't need to talk about emotions, branding, stories, all your values, and all that. You just need to say, I see you, you've arrived to my website, I have a pretty good idea of what your needs are, and here are the answers. What you might come up with is a two minute video that says, This is a service for such and such people, this is what we provide. This is uh, how to get in touch with us, and this is what to expect when we contact you and the steps that we will take you through to get you the help that you need. That's your first video, all on a smartphone and all without comparisons and dreams and wishes of the video on YouTube. For more resources on uh, the things that I talked about, Go to my website, nonprofitvideocoms.ca, and you'll find free resources. Also, listen back to older episodes of this podcast, or follow me on LinkedIn. You can find me David Fu, P H U. Thanks for listening to the 20th episode of Nonprofit Video Comms. See you next time.